step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Say it, radio. Yeah. I... Tell me your mind just say it. Play the song over plan. Speaking on the world. Speaking on the topic. Y'all better not be flocking. Should know how we rocking. If you got any statements, then you better leave a comment. Just say it. 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 I'm Miss Sandy. It is Monday, April 15th. Hope y'all got your taxes in. This day is about to be over. I got your extension. Say Radio is now only going to be Monday nights. It's with me, myself, Miss Sandy. We have Nick Cole, Sly Dub, and the Dragon Slayer at the top of the second hour with our question of the night. Those questions typically just are, well, it is very thought-provoking, very thought-provoking. Say It Radio is an open form, a platform where we talk about anything and everything. No topic is off limits. In order to get real solutions, we believe we have to get the real opinions of people on every topic, especially the ones that are plaguing your community, your personal life, or just things are just irking you right now. Let's put it out there. Let's make the discussion. Let's communicate, and let's create some solutions. That's what we do on State Radio. If you want to chime into tonight's discussion, please do so by calling 646-668-2574. Or if you just want to be a peekaboo bitch, that's what Lonnie B calls me. I just love that little phrase. But um, you could do do so by uh, listening, www.blogtalkradio.com backslash D, our show, or go to our new website, d-hourhournetwork.com. You can listen to any show on the D, our network fam- um, family network. There we go. You can listen to any show, uh, especially say it radio. We also have uh, the next chapter. Next chapter is now going to be on our Fridays. So tune in. All shows 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Every day of the week, you're going to get a gift. A gift. Nod your head. Listen to some throwback hip hop. Some new NDRE with India. Just tune in. You're going to find what you like. Um, this is Laid Back Monday. I don't know where my co-host at, but right now we're going to get into some music. I wish I could vent about something. I'm just, I'm just in a very happy, happy space. 
But, you know, we're definitely going to get into some music. Um, I know um, the, we're going to talk about the Notre Dame Cathedral. I don't know much about that actual building. I'm just so glad that no one was killed um, in that fire that happened today. And, um, you know, Tiger Woods won the Masters yesterday. You know, what a comeback. You know, when you, you know, taking so many hits, you know, self-inflicted or just by life, if you fail to get back up, especially when you're still alive and have the well-being to do so, that's the biggest hit you can take. But he got back up. He did not give up. So I think that bounce back um, game plan he has. Tremendous. So that, I hope that encourages encourages my, me. You know, um, you fall, get back up. Nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, and Nipsey Hussle had his funeral. You know, we definitely play some of his songs tonight too. And um, you know, and enjoy this uh, this Monday. And I hope everyone had a great weekend. And look forward to this Monday. I mean, damn. This week, there you go, this week, y'all, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm just relaxed, maybe too, too relaxed, but anyway, let's get into some Toby, you know, Nick Cole has been always talking about him, I should get up on him, I heard him on the, um, the next chapter, let's get into him and see what he about. Learn yourself before you learn in school That you inadequate Truthfully I'm an advocate For these savages chasing these objects That be inadimate I wish that I could give them Something way more tangible 
It's hard to get your gift from God when both your hands is full. With all your pettiness, acting at at an eddyish. Lack of umbrellas always make rain drops fall down the heaviest look. Stand under something and hopefully it'll help you understand that everybody black on the inside like vultures can. Keep your composure, be careful how you approach a man. Pigs can't smell the odor of slop to know they grosser than most people. But ain't no one picture perfect on easels. Don't hate nobody, be godly. Swear that poison is lethal. My cousin got out, got locked back up. That boy on the sequel. That penal system got his penal gland smothered in fecal matter. I'm still squashing all the chatter though. Them thotties try me, I dodge that boy like a matter though. Far the baddest though, my quota way past the status quo. That's why I got my heart in there in like a never hole. Or a hole. I got nasty flow. Tell whack rappers take a backseat, I'm they chaperone. From the back straight to the trash, that's where they have to go. No cool in no metro, I'm booming till my casket closed. I should rap some more. But I have to go. R.I.P. Ali, but I'm feeling like cash is though. Rope a dope, then go for broke like hooking laterals. Holy mackerel, my flow should be international.
words that I won't say is fair Find your purpose or you wasting air So y'all scared Eyes open, I can see it clear They don't make them bar none, they don't make them real They don't make it where I'm from, they don't take it here they Ain't seeing due time, I be making meals Bossed up in this game, I been making deals Get your lawyer on the phone, we can make it real I got checks and balance, I flex dramatic Another 50 on my neck, it's my reckless habit Ain't no 50 on my rap, disrespect the savage I make one phone call and the rest get handled Another front step with candles No message from the set We accept your challenge Caught up with what happened this weekend with y'all. 
Tiger Woods, but I don't oh. eat no rare because I don't. My my week my weekend uh-huh. was great, man. Real good weekend. Saw the movie um Little. Took um took my baby what? to see it. She was loving it. Uh-huh. What's that about? And uh, well, you know that's the one. Um, man, I, I and I do not know her name, and I apologize. But on um, what is that? Blackish. The the little the twin the little girl, she is the youngest uh, producer, and I can't think mm-hmm. of her name, but she is the youngest producer ever to produce a movie, and she produced wow. the movie she called the movie? Yes, yes, she produced the movie where um, an adult uh, and a child switch bodies, and when I say it was. It was a great movie, man. Like I, I loved it. I think that it was, it was awesome. Is that the movie with Issa Rae? Yes, yes, yep. You know it. That's it. Oh, yeah. She's uh, there was uh, the director of the Girls Trip or something like that was too. I it looks like it was good. I heard it was a good movie. Okay. That's what's yeah, up. It's, it's great. You got to see it. Okay, I got to see Us still. I had not seen the movie Us. I got another. There's there's another one on my um to go see list. I haven't seen that either. Um, yeah, I'm an MIA in this. What movie? I don't know. Us with um. Oh us. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. Let me know how that is. You I'm, seen I'm that? not. I probably don't. Nope. I have not seen it. I don't need to see nobody trying yeah. to take over my body and all that shit. Hell well, no. there's a there's there's supposed to be a lesson in there because. It's what we do every day. You know what I'm saying? We have maybe two different. I don't know. I don't want to put my. I ain't, I can't speak on it until I see it. So I'm definitely going to okay. see it and talk well, about it. You can do that. But the lesson is, I don't need nobody snatching my body and and doing none of that shit. Mm-mm, I'm good. Hold on. I'm, I'm now multitasking. Tell me, so, tell me, how was your um? How was your weekend? What did you do this weekend? Miss Sandy, Miss Sandy has technical difficulties. She's trying to read and no, chew bubble gum and talk at the same time. I was multitasking. I was getting a phone don't, call don't in, and so I had to I had to respond to the phone call um, with a text message. Don't multitask. You know how you get a phone call in and you got to. Uh uh-uh, uh no, no, no I'm not trying. No, to guys, not how how was your nice. weekend, ma'am? How was your weekend? Um, my weekend. How was my weekend? My weekend, it was good. I'm going to tell you why it was good. I didn't go out, do anything special. I didn't, um, I, I, I got acclimated with myself, with my own damn company. Um, I, I, I got, um, I earned a scholarship um, to go get some certification. And um, I'm very happy about that. I um, I'm appreciating my space. You know what? You sit back. You always you trying to stretch yourself really thin, or you trying to do everything. And and sometimes you just gotta take a step back and appreciate. You know, and say, you know what? Where I've been, where I'm at, and where I'm about to go. Oh, thank God! I thank God. You know. Um, I think um, I had a, a confirmation. I was um, watching the Steve Harvey clip on Facebook, and he said, um, "You know, you know, sometimes people get overwhelmed and depressed 
because they got certain timelines about their life and where they want to be, and they put this stuff, like, stress on themselves. And, you know, you sometimes you got to take a step back and be thankful for what you do have. you got to be thankful for where you are at and be thankful for the growth that, growth that you have. Um, you've grown. And then you have to make your want list. You know, and I love this. Think about the things that you want. You want, not the things you need, but the things you want. And you continue to progress, you know, and your progression is in no comparison to anyone else. But you continue to progress. And then your want list will transfer over to your thankfulness, you know. And I thought that was that was pivotal. So, you know, um, I'm so grateful. I'm so very grateful, so very thankful. Um you know, I, I still ain't got no man. <laughs> I'm going to say that. I still ain't got no man. But I am I'm grateful because of that. Because a lot of, I don't say all men, because, you know, I have a little crush. My little crush don't even like me. I, you know, you know, I don't, he don't even like me. Um, he, But he's not for me, and I'm not for him. Uh, and I see a lot of my girlfriends who are in relationships and I believe there are men that are not for them and I don't believe you know they are for him and some people they maintain these relationships you know to pay the bills or to I don't know why I can't speak on that because I don't do that so I don't understand why people maintain those type of relationships but a lot of people do and I can look at their situation and I'd be like I couldn't do it I would have sit here and talk to myself. <laughs> so I just, and rather than, you know, involve myself with that. But, you know, everybody's different. Everybody's journey is different. Everybody's, um, everybody's different. And uh, I just appreciate my space a little bit more today. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. And I'm missing. Hope that made sense. That makes sense. It, it did not no. It did not make any sense whatsoever. But what I believe, what I believe is 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 what I believe is you need a hey, say it radio. If anybody's listening, I see the lines are just glowing. Can somebody please call in and help Miss Sandy out? She she needs she she needs she needs a dildo or some dick in her life. Somebody please just call in. But, but you got to have a good not, heart. It's not, Please. Help, it's not just a dick or not. Get your life. Let me tell you something. I can get dick. I can get dick. Best believe. Get to, don't get it twisted. I can get dick. I attract dick. I attract nice looking guys. You know, nice looking guys. And I, and I don't know what their package looks like, but they probably got a nice size package. I attract guys that, and they seem like they are well adjusted. You know, they, they seem, you know, stable in their lives, and they seem like. You know, uh, but I don't know. There's just, uh, just something missing. I don't know what that something is missing. I don't know what that looks like, but it's just something missing. And I'm not going to force something. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, not going to force something that's just not there. I don't know. It's not going to force it. So they'll get they'll, they'll, y'all trying to pick y'all motherfuckers better check my damn page. I'm no, I'm not ugly. I, don't, I can get men. I can get them. 
it's just a certain type of man and a certain type of energy that I want. And until I get it, you know, I'm good. That didn't make sense okay. to you either. That was a foreign language. No, no, that's not foreign. <laughs> it's just... I mean, but you may be giving off a certain type of energy. That's why you're not attracting the energy that you want. And see, that's this because, is where that's because she no, this is because she don't, no, this she don't is, want no real man. This is why I just said I am comfortable. I heard what you said. Okay. I heard what you said, but I heard what you said. But you have to give off that energy to attract that energy. That's why it's called law of attraction. So if you're giving off positive energy, and if you put in the universe the same type of energy that you want to I agree, back, I agree. You'll I, get it. I, I totally agree. So I totally it might agree. not just, it's not all on on, on them. You got to also put it out there to get it. So, you know, you got to stop saying, you know, what's not out there and how, you know, they're not this and they're not that and I can't get this and I can't get that and start putting out there when I get this, when I meet him, he is, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, in the listening part, in the listening part of things, I just said that. I said it's not my priority. I mean, I just said it's not my priority. It's, I'm just, I'm cool with just being me. Yeah. I recognize well, what no. other people have. I'm good no, because, in my situation. No, 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 because, and I, I'm only saying this because if that were the case, you wouldn't keep bringing it up if you were good. Because this, this comes up a lot. This comes up a lot. It comes up a lot about how your girlfriends are in relationships that you don't understand and and and, and you talk about one in a relationship. You can't say I'm good not being in a relationship but then you talk about one in a relationship and then you compare your other your friends' relationships to relationships that you either may want or you don't want. So there's that's what's missing. The aspect of you having a relationship. But you want a relationship. Everybody wants a relationship. Nobody is actually cool with being single. They deal with it and they settle with being single until something comes along that they feel is worth their time. Mm. So, that is, you know, that was key. And that's just so me guess- saying. Me saying it for myself, like you know, I don't like being. Like I don't feel like I was on this earth to be single. I don't like being single, but I thrive better, and I, I I go harder when I am single. When I got somebody, I lose focus. I kind of fall back from what it is that I was chasing before to focus mm-hmm. on, to put that energy into, you know, my situation. But you know, it's okay. It's okay to to want. To want that, but you also got to put that energy out there to receive it. And everything that you get, it ain't going to always be perfect. And it's not going to always be what you want. It's just going to it's gonna be one of those things where it's something you're going to have to be able to just work with because they're going to have to work with you. So don't think that you're going to get somebody that's going to, you know, 
they just going to have to be able to deal with you and your shit, but they better be perfect and, and, and made for you. Well, I don't know how you got that from um, what I stated. No, I I'm know. just I do, saying, I, I didn't want... hear what you stated, but I just logged in. But I'm just saying, in relationships and just, you know, that whole situation, um, you got to be able to, you know, it's, it's, it's just going to, I know we had this conversation before about not compromising and all of that stuff and what Eartha Kitt said and all of that stuff too. But it is a certain amount of compromise that you have to do because you have to get along with people. Okay. Yeah, I do agree with that. I do agree with that. Um, I, I think as far as Slide though, he was saying I just needed me a di- some dick in my life. And that's when I was like, no, I could get dick. I mean, that's not, Yeah. that's not, you know, so it, that wasn't like, I'm not, I'm not, no, I could get dick. I just, no. And I don't have a problem. Yeah, it's not with, always you know, about you know. just getting dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not always about just getting dick and stuff. But you know, sometimes having dick makes shit better. You know what? You know, I'm not. I haven't met I like a guy it. that has that kind of swag. No, oh. I've had that experience where dick just made shit eat better, made you know, certain points in my life a little bit more bearable to go through. And that was a nice, he wasn't a man I wanted to, you know, be with, but, you know, it was, it was a nice, it was nice. But even to meet that type of man that brings out that kind of energy and sexual, just sexual type of, you know, they just, I, I feel it's lacking. They don't have it. You know what I'm saying? And I just think maybe, you know, they don't have it. And they don't have it. They don't have it. I don't know what they got. Bob was going through my Instagram thing. I was like, oh, I thought he was cute. I liked him. And so she was going through my Instagram, like the ones I, I liked. She was like, why do you like men like this? I'm like, not like men like what? They're really self-absorbed. They're self-absorbed. They, they, they're so, they don't have, they don't want no relationship. They so much into themselves. They don't want no woman. And She's like, I think they gay. I think they DL. I said, you know what? I think he is too. And I was thinking about that. She says, why are you attracted to men like this? Ain't no man going to be all up into himself. That's all the fuck he sees. I said, wow. Wow. So that was pivotal. I thought that was me. So I'll do a recap. Hey, everybody, this is Nicole. Um, what's the recap? Tell me what I missed. Well, you know, we talked briefly. I was missing y'all. I don't know what was going on. So I played some music. I had to throw some, you know, some um, Toby. This some music because you're always saying I'm not playing the music that you, mm-hmm. y'all like. Y'all know my DJ, my music skills is very limited. If you don't know, um, now you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about um, uh, Tiger Woods winning the Masters yesterday. Mm-hmm. Oh, excuse me, and uh, us going back, you know, just being on Mondays only. Uh, Notre mm-hmm. D- Dom, Notre Dame. How do you pronounce it? Um, that burnt down. Notre Dame. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, that burnt down today, and I'm glad no one was killed. So that was uh, the mm-hmm. pivotal. Um, 
I don't know much about that's that. That's a 900 year nothing. structure. A 900 year oh, wow. structure. Mm-hmm. Well, they said TMZ was reporting that uh, the interior and stuff was still standing. So I, you uh-huh. know, I'm thinking that maybe it just needs to be rebuilt or something. You know, you know, there's, yeah. there's room yeah. for rebuilding. You know, there's room for change. I take this as a sign. It's time to, you know, we got to let go of the past and we have to restructure, rebuild. Um, yeah, I'm it was no a really old people. building. Yeah, they said it was um, a really old building, and um, it was kind of, you know, it it had signs of, like, you know, some failed infrastructure in it. But uh, still, I don't know how that happened. Um, That's a little weird. You know, we always saying some suspect <laughs> until the story comes out for real, for real, or what caused it. It sounds suspect to me. It ain't burning that hundred years while it's burning now. <laughs> you know, did you um, suspect now? Mhm. Did you um watch the Nipsey Hussle funeral? Uh, home going ceremony. I couldn't. I couldn't, mm. I couldn't watch it because. It just put me into, um, like, it was an energy I just didn't want to, um, you like, you know, people trying to sell free tickets, you know what I'm saying? It's like we always mm. trying to get over it. Not to say I was focused on the negative, but, you know, you try to give back, and that's what Nipsey Hussle tried to do is give back. And we, when you try to give back to your own people, your own community, it's us that tear each other down. And I, it's mm-hmm. like we get in our own way, and it's just like, revisiting this all over again. You know, it's like we are our own worst enemies. You know, and, mm-hmm. and I think I, what I saw, who said this? He, uh, um, the moment when, you know, someone of another race shoots or kills a black person, a black child, um, we're all, we're saying we're, we're livid. But when we do it to our own, it's like, where's that? Where, where's this living? Where, where are we trying to? Where's, where, where? It's, we're not together. We're not together at all. Oh, we're there together on this one. He was shot by a black guy. Um, it was actually exactly. someone in his circle. Someone in his circle, and the whole nation is livid about it. That's why, and then by him, because, okay, so I watched it, and mm-hmm. it was moving, and I ain't no punk, but, you know, I did shed a few tears because it was, it was really, it was, it was sad, but this was a celebration, okay, and his family, his friends, they sent him off right, and so... He had people there performing, and so, like, Marsha Ambrosius, she sang um, a song called Fly Like a Bird by Mariah Carey. And um, him and her had done a a song um, probably, I want to say either earlier this year or sometime last year, they had performed. They have a song together. They performed. And, you know, she had got into his circle and was able to actually experience his energy. And, you know, she she barely made it through the song because she was so hurt. 
but she she pulled it off. And then um, President Barack Obama wrote him a letter, you know, just saying, you know, I never met you and got a chance to meet you, but, you know, I was able to experience your music through my daughters. And, you know, me and Michelle, we can really appreciate, you know, a, a young man like you giving back to the community and helping the community or whatever. But Barack Obama, wrote this man a letter in his death. So, you know, everybody was kind of, you know, taken aback by that. Um, Even Snoop had, that was like his closing. He was like, man, all I could say is, you know, in closing, Barack Obama wrote this man a letter, you know, and it was just kind of like, that's some shit. Like, that's, that's a big deal. And uh, Louis Farrakhan spoke. Um, he really spoke about, you know, the fact that he um, he he said he was a gang he was a gang banger, but he didn't stay in that life. Or he was in he lived um, in this gang. Yeah, he lived in the gang, but he didn't live the life. So he still associated with the gang. At the same time, he was trying to aspire them and pull them up. So he was like the safe haven, in a sense. Um, and his, they just kept talking about his energy, how his energy was just so, you know, when he was around, what he gave off. And um, it was just crazy. Like, it was, it was really good. And then... His um, Lauren London's son that she has with Lil Wayne, um, Mm -hmm. he spoke about a dream. He said, I I had a dream. And he said, in my dream, it was like I was in a paradise and I was in the ocean and I was playing and having fun. And then he said, I heard uh, Aramis say, "Uh, what's up, killer? And he said, because that's what he liked to call me. Um, that was his nickname for me or whatever. And then he said, uh, so I turned, I turned around and I ran and I hugged him. And he said, and then I woke up. And he said, he said he went away. And he said, then I woke up. And he said, and I realized that Aramis was trying to tell me that he was in paradise, in heaven. He said, um... And that was really touching because this little baby, he only eight, and he was able to translate that in a sense. And um, mm-hmm. that was, you know, everybody spoke so highly of him. Um, Janae Ioko performed, Stevie Wonder performed. Um, they showed childhood videos of him. He was such a, you know, smart young man um even from childhood um his parents spoke especially his mom she really was she really spoke and she said something like this she said um we are all divine creatures no need to look to the sky for god because god is within us and mm-hmm. um you know she poured out libations you know, in the plants because I guess, you know, 
for the ancestors to come and into the service and and then she asked the ancestors to welcome him and meet him you know at his final resting place and you know she said we come for royalty and regality um she said um our engine is on fire and we're um we're we're burning but not destroyed so basically she's saying that we you know we're hurt right now and you know but this will not destroy us so we we got to keep on moving but she said I'm at perfect peace with this and um I said wow she's really strong <laughs> she's really strong cuz I don't I mean I know at some point you have to come to peace with it but she says she was at peace with it the day that it happened because in her family they have that type of energy where they kind of know when something is going to happen and she said they had been feeling something was going to happen they just didn't know who who it would be yeah and they so, said that with him they said with with Nipsey they always felt like he was like a maybe an old so like he was sent to them as a gift you know, I also want to say um, the the man that he was by, getting clothes for had just got out of prison, and he was shot um, in his wheelchair bound, and he's um, going back to jail because they said they said he violated his probation because he was affiliated right. with a gang member, which was Nipsey. Right. What you were just saying, like everybody has a past, you know, mm-hmm. and we should not be judged, you know, about you know who we used to be. And if that man who um, is now wheelchair-bound is sent back to prison, you know, at what point are we allowed to grow? At what point, you know, Nipsey was not, as you said, he he did not, he was not an active member. He was a positive reinforcement of trying to get gangbangers to see another way of living, of being your own business owner. You know, just so you know, many attributes that I think the court needs to look at, you know, um, before you just, you know, judge them based on the activities they did as a youth. I just, well, I, but I, I, I really um, hope that here. But unfortunately, the laws are in place to keep us from growing. So that until somebody come in and trash the the laws that they have in place from years and years ago put in place to keep us as a people down, then, you know, that's going to be the situation. And and it's a lot of the laws are set up like that so that we as black people, we, we would never grow. We're not supposed to have this much success. That's why they mad because we have it, and it, they set it up to where we we couldn't have it, and so and we've overcome it, and so that's why they mad. <laughs> um, Snoop also spoke, and he said, you know, he spoke about how uh, Nissy had a vision for him that he didn't even see for himself. And he said, because Nipsey came to him one day and was like, look, you should, you know, you should have you a whole little uh, doggy 
uh, it should be called like the dog park, like a, a amusement park type situation. You can have this kind of ride and that kind of ride or whatever. He like, look, cause that ain't, you know, do it for me. Cause that ain't what my, you know, I, I ain't trying to do that, you know. Um, so he said, so he took the vision that he had for me and he went and made it for himself. And, and then, then you have it, you know, you have the store, you have that whole lot, you have just the, the area in which he's touched and, you know, the, um, the different businesses that he's opened up to help the people. He said that's his own little amusement park that he create, created for himself. They talked about how he graduated Valley Victorian, how he sold records out of his trunk. He was in a freshman class at XXL. And, you know, Marathon was more than just the name of his store. That was his motto. That's what he lived mm-hmm. by. Life is a marathon, not a sprint. So, you know, it was slow to get in there, but he got there. And he was very strategic in how he went about doing things. He researched everything. He he educated. He was self-made and self-educated, period. And so with his people around him, he tried to educate them to build them up. Even Lauren London, when she got up and spoke, she talked about how smart he was, how he was always listening to books and podcasts and stuff every night to educate himself, to learn more, to, you know, to create. And they, I mean, yeah, he had a past, and, you know, everybody goes. Let me ask you a question, because, you know, at the end of the day, what's very consistent is that Nipsey Hussle had a certain amount of energy, positive energy Mm -hmm. that flowed with him, with, with everyone he connected with. Um, mm-hmm. let's say he was always perfect because you know not, no one's perfect. Um, mm-hmm. but even in, in your imperfection moments, you try to correct them. You try to rise above them. You try to um, become a better person, not to do the or have the same, you know, wrong thought processes that you did that you knew were negative or wrong in the past. So we're not we're not we're not perfect. And I think, uh, but he was always striving to be a better version of himself. I want to say that. Now, I want to ask the listeners, I'm going to ask you too, Nicole, when Slides Up gets back, I want to ask him, have you met anyone, and I'm going to say in a romantic sense, because with Lauren London, she was saying, you know, have met a man that that has that kind of positive impact on you and your kids, that that he brings in such a energy that's just um, like you want you want you want to get more of it. You want to learn more, and challenges you to be a better version of yourself. Um, have you ever had a relationship that left you in that kind of sense, and left your kids feeling that kind of sense? As you know, you were saying that um, Lauren London's older son, who's eight. Um, the one she had with uh, Lil Wayne, how he was reflecting about how much Nipsey met meant in his life at such a young age. You know, the reason why I asked is I was talking to my youngest son, and 
he he does not he he has no respect for any guy. I, now he's met many. He's met three probably, but he didn't like them. He was telling me that the garbage are weak men. He said, I don't understand why you like weak men and why, you know, they, they, they're weak. And he said, I can never look and have respect for a man that I feel me and my brother are stronger than. And I was just like, and that, that, that saddened me. Like, I was never able to show him that, you know, um, and then he mentioned his brother, you know, and that's only, that's the only, and my, 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 and my brother, you know, and I'm like, wow, you know, I, I, I haven't been able to show them what I feel a man should look like because I, I, I haven't been able to attract a real one. Um, I don't know, that's sad, but I, you know, for women that have, I don't know if you have. But if you want to answer that, please do so call in, 646-668-2574. Paint that picture. What does he look like? What was it like? I don't know. If you guys are still together, um, what happened? Like, that is, I don't know what that looks um, like. I do have um, a friend that's always trying to... Um, educate me on stuff um but I just like my like his passions are my passions you know what I'm saying but I listen to what he has to say because I may need that information one day so when he's on when he's on fire my light might be dim you know, or my fire might be, you know, embers or something. It's not, I'm not on fire at that time, but he does, he just, I think he just talks to me about stuff. Just, it's kind of like, okay, well, I'm going to just put this out here and you take it, you know, you do what you want to do with it. Or you can't never say that I never told you, I never tried to teach you or tried to show you anything, you know. Um, so I can but appreciate that. that. You? No, because he's my friend. So mm-hmm. um, they don't, that's not, they, they, I don't need to know. But he, um, my kids, they, they can get, they a lot of things i i talk to them about and then you know or i may pass some information on to their father and then i their father will talk to them you know so i kind of i kind of do it that way um because but i don't necessarily know if I, yeah, but I don't I don't necessarily know if I need to bring anybody around them just so they can see, you know, what a man is supposed to be like because no, everybody well no, I'm just saying, let me finish. I don't I don't know because I, honestly, sometimes I don't always know what a real man is supposed to look like. Because sometimes your judgment gets jaded. Before you finish, 
hold on, let me play before you finish. Because I've been trying to cut people off. I really have. And then they y'all do a pause, then y'all keep going and going and going. I said, but I, I want to chime in. Um, I don't know what a man, a real man, is supposed to look like. That is, that is, that is, that's the key. Um, you know, I don't know what you don't know what one's supposed to look like. I don't know what one's supposed to look like, you know, and my sons that they're doing well, I I made them out of my head. You know what I'm saying? I, I, of what I thought and think what a man should do, I think a man should be accountable. I think a man should be honest. I think a man should be respectful. I think a man should be a man of his word. I think, you know, just the basics, you know, um, but then that's but everyone. I, that's a character. That's a characteristic of everyone, men, men or female. Right, right. So I did that. So, and when people ask me, they meet my oldest, and they said, you know, I've, you know, he's, you know, I'm like, you know, he listens to me. I, you know, I just he listens. My youngest one, he listens to me, and then he doesn't. So you know, so that's, that's you know at. I don't know. It is what it is. But the thing is, what Lauren London and Nipsey Hussle, um had his home going because he passed away. He was shot and killed. And my point of bringing all this up was everybody talked about the positive energy that he brought. And he just carried with him. And I was listening to Nicole um, take us down the journey because I did not see Nipsey Hussle's funeral because um, I was really emotional, but she she painted a vivid um, image uh, for me and I say it radio listeners. It made me feel like I was there. And I'm like, I'm trying to recall, is there a man that I've been around that gave me all this positive energy that Nipsey gave to all these people? And I can say that he was perfect. I'm sure that he had his flaws. And he said some, you know, whatever and did some whatever. But the overall consensus is that I was trying to recall, is there a guy that I was, that I felt like, um, and not to say I haven't, I just haven't experienced it in a long time. I'm sure I have. If I think hard and long enough. But, you know, it's sad that my whole course of, you know, my adult years or even childhood years, you know, think of more than one. I should be able to think of more than two. Nicole brought up this one individual. You should think of more. You should be able to think up, rattle off. We should be in a place like, yes, I've always met that. I've always experienced that. I experienced that more so than I do the latter. Well, no, because... Because the reason why I probably haven't actually experienced it, because I meet a lot of people. And then let me just say this, like, you know, I get a lot of good energy from my father. He is my my peace at times when I, um, when I know I'm about to go left, I call him and he'll talk me down. So... I do have that. And so when it comes down to, okay, let me rephrase that. So when I say that I don't know what a real man looks like, I'm going to say I get pieces 
of that. And I'm going to exclude my dad because I think my dad is a really, he's a, a stand-up dude. He got his issues, but he's a stand-up dude. And coming from a family where it's four girls, if we ever needed a blueprint, he was it. We just missed it. So we were, he set the tone, but we, but we liked what we liked. So we didn't pattern what we liked after what we had and what we experienced with our father. So that's why we've encountered a lot of heartbreak. So I'm not going to say I've never known a, a, a real man. My dad is a real, a real, real man. I'm talking about. Romantically, um, I probably have once and a couple of halves and a quarter, you know. Um, so I take bits and pieces from each situation. So the thing is, I understand how I'm supposed to be treated because each one has taught me something, and there was something that I liked in that situation that my man picker shouldn't be so off now. But I like mm. what I like. So what I like ain't always good for me, you know. So mm-hmm. every time that I go for or um, something that's really out of my norm or out of my box, that's normally like my longest relationship and maybe one of my Ooh. best relationships. But when I go with what I'm what I'm attracted to, that's where I have the most drama, the most heartache, the most. And I I know, but I like what I like, and that's just us as humans. No, let's do a case study. Let's do a case study. That right there is pivotal. Your the, the case study is is going outside of your your comfort. Zone. It's all. Mm-hmm. It's like they, when you're growing your next chapter. Because I'm. I'm like, if you do the same things, expecting different results, that's insanity. And right. I, like in this chapter of my life, I'm doing things that's totally different than what I normally do. You know. Um. And I feel. I feel anxiety, but I see the progress. I see the doors opening. I'm like, wow. My mother. I shared earlier. Um. 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 During the hour where I had my mom going through my, you know, we're going through Instagram and I'm looking at guys that I, you know, liked or have a crush on and stuff like that. And she's looking at him and she was like, why do you like men like this? They are self-absorbed. They, and this point, and she was like, and then they look bisexual. And then, and I'm like, wow, I kind of picked that up. She was like, you can never get anything you want from a man like this. You got to change the way your man picker is. You have to change it. And you have, and Nicole was mentioning, I like what I like, but if we get out of our own way, and I had a vision, it was so weird. I had a dream last night. I don't know where it came from, but this guy, he wasn't really my, he was cute, but he wasn't really my type. But he, again, he was nice looking. He wouldn't have been a guy that I would have picked, but he was loving me, and he thought I was the sexiest thing ever, and his energy was so good around me. Like, I felt like I was, like, I don't know, like I've never felt before just being around him. 
And then I'm in, and then I just and he just loved me. And I was just like, wow, I didn't know what it felt to be like love like this. So taking my mom's um example, taking Nicole, your example of when you went outside of your box, when you allowed yourself to not go for what you typically like, those those turned into your longest relationship. Um so I'm a challenge, like a case study with the ladies, say radio, and even the men of say radio, your listeners, and if you're single or if you know you find yourself, even if you're in a relationship but you're not happy, you're, you're finding yourself with the same type of person having the same type of issues. It's like a, a rerun, you know, same same um, same script, different cast. Do something and pick something that you normally wouldn't pick or do. And let's chime but now in on see, people. but now see. Okay, so if you're gonna do this challenge, now let me tell you what comes along with that patience, because this person might be everything that you need, but you're gonna still yearn for something else. Like I like a little bit of a street smart, like uh. Uh, I won't call him a thug, but street smart. But you, you, you don't have to be corporate, but you about making your money in a legal way. And I like, you know, somebody that's more of a frivolous spender like myself. You know, um, I like material things, and normally the person that I like is. They do too. So, what I like, I normally attract. That's just not good for me. So, when I go outside my box and I meet what I need, in my mind, I'm always questioning. Because I'm like, oh, he's frugal. (laughs) You know, it's one of those things like, okay, well, that's good for me because then that's the balance. He'll keep me from going broke, you know, uh, or, you know, his what what he's interested in is a little different than mine. And it's just like, okay, well, this is something new. I, okay, I'll give it a try. So it, it pushes me to open my mind more. Um, so, like I said, every situation from, from that point out, now I've been experiencing exposed to something different or um so I can take that and apply it to the because honestly I just really feel like as men and women we say what we want but normally what we want ain't what we want. So I choose to live my story of saying I can tell you exactly what I don't want. I can't tell you what I do want because when I get it sometimes that ain't what I want. So mm. I I can tell you because I had a guy ask me the other day, well, what is it that you're looking for in a man? I said I can't tell you what I want. I can tell you exactly what I don't want though, because I've met guys that I thought that I wanted, but I found something wrong with them because they wasn't my want. They was probably my need. So 
when we figure out how to that was, differentiate. That was, that was backwards. That was backwards. We figure out how to differentiate what's how to get hold on. Let me let me engage in the huh? conversation. What? Let me just engage a little bit. Okay. You said mm-hmm. I'm gonna be trying to explain. You said you didn't you didn't like them because they weren't what you want. And so you don't like right. the guy that you need. You like the guy that you want. Right. But I have to I've opened myself up. It was something about the guy that I needed that piqued my interest enough for me to allow him in to get to know. So then um, he eventually became a want because mm-hmm. I because you know of how he treated me or you know or just the way that he loved on me. I didn't mm-hmm. have to chase him. He chased me. I didn't have to question whether or not he loved me or he wanted to be with me because he showed me that. Normally, my wants, I question. Okay, well, I wonder how he feels. Let me ask him. You know what I'm saying? But with my mm-hmm. needs, I never have to question that because I know, because he shows me, mm-hmm. because he tells me. But my wants, I always have to, you know, prompt them or, you know, chase them or whatever the case. But I don't get the same thing from my want as I get from my need. So I'm in a struggle of fighting off my want and accepting my need, if that makes sense. So it's the part of like... I, you know, I feel it. It does. It does make sense. Um, I, yeah, it does make sense. I can say that. It does and make then, sense. and and then your need doesn't always come in a form of love at first sight or attraction. Sometimes your need comes in a form of great personality a great personality that clicks with mine, you know? So, and then from that, you grow to be attracted to that person or you grow to love that person. Your won't going to always come as something that you're attracted to. Mm-hmm. So I have a we, it's, it's just about, it's just about, you know, you got to, you just got to understand where you are in life and then you have to figure out um, the best way to go because nine times out mm-hmm. of ten, you know, you might you might meet up with a guy that you want, and he might turn out to be a good guy, and then you find out that he's your need as well. But a lot of times we force the guy that we want to be our need, and then that's how you have these relationships. You mentioned before um, the long, like the law of attraction, and I was at the, mm-hmm. you know, I was, I was at um, Lifetime Fitness, and um, this guy walks mm-hmm. up. Um, well, he was, yeah, he was coming down from a workout. Really nice looking guy, nicely like me. He's, he was, uh, he was black, um, bald head, nice body, you know, built tone. He had these light brown eyes. Um, kind of sweaty, had a good work. He was like, hey, young lady. Um, I'm like, hey, how you doing? 
he was like, ma'am, you know, I just got back from Miami and come back to this. This is the day it snowed. Um, those of y'all know, um, here in the Chicagoland area, it snowed. It was just crazy. It was like September, I mean, um, uh, it was April 14th, and it, we had like six inches of snow. Who does this? So he was talking about, I come back, I just got back from Miami, and it's just, I come back to this. I'd rather be in Miami, you know, but I came back. You know, because my daughters, you know, they said they want to finish out their high school years here. I got told, I mean, I got two more years. I mean, really, I had a, a um, about to build a, my, the home of my dreams out in South Carolina. And I, and I'm, and I, you know, was about to build, and they said, Dad, we want you to come back here. He said, I got two years and this and that. And he told me all this. They get my name. That's it. And he said, I'm out here in this cold weather, and I could have been in Miami or in my dream home right now, but my girls. I was like, okay. I said, sometimes, you know, we just got to make a sacrifice for our family, but, you know, the dream house will come. Law of attraction. I'll meet guys that will throw up their their things, their financial, their stuff to me, and um, which is, I guess, is fine, but that's not. Um, it doesn't make me like, ooh, I'm, a, I want him more or this and that, you know. So it's like, I don't know why I attracted him. He, no, don't get me wrong, he was fine. He was absolutely fine. So he was very nice looking, but the conversation I could have dealt without that type of conversation. I didn't like his conversation whatsoever. But there was nothing about me because I was actually in my work clothes because I worked there part time. So I was in my hat and you know polo and and um and and thing and you know that's what he decided to come to me with and there was nothing no energy I was given about let me you know know your finances know where you came from I don't I don't understand that I don't get it well get that it. wasn't I don't I, that wasn't a you didn't attract him he just came to you. And, and struck up conversation. So don't get it too twisted. It was a, he just struck up conversation and it was a vent. The vent started out about the weather and then it just went off into, you know, something else. But that mm-hmm. wasn't attractive. Did he ask you for your number? No, he didn't ask me for my number. Right. So it wasn't, that wasn't a conversation to get to know you. That was just a conversation about common ground. Man, this weather is jacked up out here. I just came home from the lap of luxury in the sun, and here we are in the snow. I don't know. You know what? I can just say this. The guys, there are men that, that, you know, that end up dating, and then when they first came to talk to me, they sounded like him. And then, you know, I talked to him. Like, you didn't say nothing to ask my number. You didn't ask my name. You said some, what I thought was just dumb conversation, and you did. And I remember this one guy, he was like, you're the first. He said, usually women come to me, and I came to you. And really, I didn't know what to say, so I said that and dipped. So it was, it felt like a, like, a, like a kind of a school kid kind of crush kind of thing. So I thought it was cute. But I remember guys that I ended up dating. They would say, well, I came to you first. I'm like, no, you didn't. And then they'll bring up, remember that time I brought up that, you know, approached you that conversation? I'm like, that dumbass conversation. Yo, was you trying to talk to me? That wasn't you weren't trying to talk to me. You know, so, you know, um, it's 
I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't call it. I, you know. Okay, but well look at I it. Know. Look at it like this. Okay, picture this, right? So mm-hmm. we have these conversations on Stay Radio quite often, and I, I, the conversations are related to relationships, finances, money, interrelationship, um, all of that, right? So mm-hmm. in these conversations where, say, I say I'm going for the love, I get the money later, you say, I'm going for the money. I grow the love, right? So let's just I never say, said that. Wait, you said you said. I've never said that. One thing I just no, said. No, no, to no, 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 no. What you define you? I said we have I said we've had a conversation on Say It Radio. It was a question of the day. Right. The question of the day was about: Do you take the love <sighs> over the, the over the money, or the money, money. over right, the love? Right. Okay. Right. I said now, I want. I want the, I want the stability you over want the, the love. money. The stability over yeah. the love. Right. I said that. So I said that. That's the energy that you put out. So that's the lead in. See what I'm saying? Ah. So that's how I'm gonna translate it. Because you're you putting out, I'd rather have stability over love than don't get mad when people come to you and they lead in to you talking about what they have and their finances and stuff like that. So now you said this is what you want and this is what comes to you. And when it comes to you, then you're not attracted because they're not trying to get to know you. they just talking, they leading in to you with, with their money. So, law of attraction, you put out what you attract. <laughs> you, This is what you said you wanted. This is what you're attracting. So, you got to change up uh-huh. a little bit. Point taken, Nicole. Thank you. Very All much. right. I received that. I, I received that. that. Okay. I appreciate you. Yeah, I'm glad you ain't going to charge me. Look, I don't know where, you know, we were supposed to get the Dragon Slayer on with our question of the day, and I'm just, um, I don't know, everybody's like, you know, um, rise us out. Uh, and, you know, you, you know what, and uh, yeah, you, you and in both uh, slides up, y'all mentioned that, you know, I talk a lot about relationships and everything like that. You know, this is, you know, that's a, a passion of mine. But I, yeah, I will shut up. Y'all speak about your passions and what is on your mind as well. And it's not just about, you know, love and finances and stuff like that. But that's just where my, my head is at right now. So, you know, I'm going to use this segment to figure out what is your passion, what is your segment. I know you got uh, a new job. You got some new hours. I saw you. I heard you kind of, you know, kind of groggy right now. I do appreciate you still chiming in, giving your personality and your wits into this conversation. But you know, what is what is um, sparks your interest? Honestly, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm on a journey of finding myself because I really don't know. Like you know, for 
when I was younger, I thought I knew what I wanted to be when I grew up. And then I had kids, and then my life became, you know, all about them. And then so I lived through them. And and that's what I was what I'm passionate about. Now that I have one getting ready to go, you know, maybe possibly leave me and go live his life. Um, another one's about to enter high school. Now I have to figure out who Nick is now. I have to figure out what Nick likes, what sparks my fire, because I really don't know. So it's at a point right now where, you you know, you kind of feel like you're just uh, existing and not living because I don't know. I don't know which way, you know, which path I want to take. I don't, you know, it's, it's one of those things. I have to find myself all over again. I'm getting to know myself all over again. And, you know, it's not a bad thing. I think it's just a, it's a good thing because now I get to re- reinvent Nick. And I get to live Nick for Nick and not like Nick the mom or Nick the football mom or, you know, I get to I get to know me. And so, you know, I'm up for the challenge, and I'm ready for the journey. Um, but as far as passion, the only thing that I really know is that, you know, I like to help people to a certain extent. And when I say that, I mean like um, maybe like at work. <laughs> you know, I'm a good trainer, so I like to train people and about work and learn things or, you know, I feel like I give good advice. Now, I don't take my own advice. Let me just, that's my disclaimer, but I feel like I give good advice. So I'm always here to listen. Um, But other than that, here, I don't know. I'm just, every day is is a new day to be a better you. So that's my motto and that's what I'm trying to do, be a better me every day. Oh. Well, let the record show. The reason why I keep on bringing up my um like lack of relationships or lack of whatever because my co-host don't know what she wants right now, so she don't got nothing to talk about. So I just not gonna know. Well, so no, because there's many other things going on in the world besides the lack of relationships in your life. <laughs> then that is, when, that is when you bring that other subject to the table. And we'll okay. make that the prime discussion. But okay, we, yeah. I get a pause. I get a pause. That's dead air. Dead air makes me want to talk about shit that I definitely questions about. Which hence what I always talk about. I'm just saying, you got some things yeah, on your okay, mind, but... you got some things on your chest. You need to bring it to the table so we can discuss it and look at the, look at that subject from all angles because we're all going to have different opinions about it. In order to get real solutions, we got to get real people's opinions on a variety of topics. If one fails to bring topics to the discussion, hence. It is what it is. I brought topics to the discussion. I <laughs> I don't. We can talk about other things. With it, I mean, okay. So from talking about, let's okay. Here's a topic 
from talking about relationships, um, so we talk about it so much, right? So you're brainstorming, you're trying to figure it out, but what have you learned? So is it really worth keep talking it out, or do you need to go back and dig and reevaluate some things? Because we could talk about it, but it's like we're going in circles because every time we come back to the same place. Well, no, I have learned. Um, I, I I learned to just more focus on Sandy, you know, and mm-hmm. developing myself and making myself a better person. Um, I do see, um, you know, I, I do meet guys, and I meet guys that I normally would have went for in the past. And I'm looking at them like, no, I don't want to go down that road. I've been down that road again. I don't want to do that, you know, with somebody else. So I, I make a self, you know, you know, stop like, mm, Sandy, it's not even worth it. Don't even do it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, mm. so I do check myself on my, my, my man picker. And then even my crush, you know, I'm like, like, like on paper, you know, or, you know, I felt we had a chemistry. Maybe we do, maybe we don't. I don't know what that what that is, but for whatever reason, it just doesn't click. It just doesn't click. And, and I probably could bump into whoever his interest is right now and look at them like, you know, but, you know, people like, as you said, people like what they like. They want what they want. And, um, you know, I'm not going to be everyone's cup of tea. So I guess that's that's just that. Um, I, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know. So what I've learned is I just focus on myself. And uh, when I'm focusing on myself, I, you know, I, I got me a scholarship to get some certifications that I need. Um, that is that is a that is a, that is a plus. Um, Tyreek is my my youngest son. He's going to Iowa on a um, um, a tournament, you know. And there's going to be a lot of college scouts and stuff like that out there. There's a lot of things going up that that's happening. Oldest is graduating next month. There's a lot of things that, you know, I'm grateful for. Did that all without a man. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but that's the yeah. part that's missing. Yeah. But that's the part that's I mean, missing. I, and, and that's not, the part that you're yearning. It's something I'm yearning, and not to say that I don't, like, I interact with guys, but he's not it. Like, that, it's kind of the thing that I know, I, I know what I don't want, you know? And then what I try to pursue, like, not say pursue, that's a problem, the pursuit, because, you know, there'll be gaps in between, the years between me and this guy would talk, and I'm like, dude, what are you doing? You know, let's hang out. I don't even, like, I haven't seen him since 2016 or something like that, and I said, let's hang out. I mean, I know I was, we were attracted to each other. We had a chemistry back then. I don't even know if it's still there. Let's just hang out, and he turns that into a project. I'm like, why do black men turn basic shit into a fucking project? It's I not get around you black and not, men. And not but you have to read the action, Sandy. You have to, like, for instance, I told a guy today, I said, you, so he he say, okay, well, you know, yeah, I like you, you know, I'm feeling you, I really do like you. And I said, well, your actions say, 
I just fuck with her. I'm going to just fuck with her long enough for me to decide what it is that I want. I'm going to just fuck mm-hmm. with her to keep her close enough just in case I decide that I want to be with her. She's still available. I said, so your actions say that you don't really want to, that you're not ready for me or that you don't want to be with me. Your actions say that. So all I could go off is actions. So your mouth could say what it want to say, but your actions are telling me everything that I need to know. Therefore, I can't take you serious. So what I'm saying is, Mr. 2016, his actions have told you exactly how he feels or exactly where Mm -hmm. he is. You can't keep on trying to force him or you can't keep on, you know, basically, I I mean, you know, yeah, because that's not what his actions say. I totally agree with that. In regards to him, I totally agree with that. Um, in regards to another guy who called me and he told me, professed all this, like he likes me, he always wanted me, and we went out a couple times. Um, we went out, he doesn't give me eye contact. We, I don't feel any chemistry. So I don't know where this likeness comes from. Um, he mentioned how bad he's sexually attracted to me, and uh, he has no kids, you know, and he he does well for himself. Uh, and he's nice looking. But I don't feel the chemistry, you know. Again, I told him that. I said, there's one aspect that I just really like about him, then there's another aspect of him where he just becomes phony and fake to me, and I I can't rock with him on that. So I just don't, I I, I don't know what this, I don't know what he picks up. I said, I don't know what what kind of energy and chemistry, you don't even look at me when we're talking face-to-face, you don't give me any eye contact whatsoever. I don't know, where is this, I don't understand this. But, again, but he claims, like, the, your friend, oh, I like you, and I I wish we were further along, and, you know, this, and I this, and that. I don't know what this looks like, because I don't see that you like me. I don't know what this looks like. So you know, so I don't no, know. No, so no eye contact for you is a deal breaker? I wouldn't say no eye contact. I mean, I could be friends with him, but he... He's talking, you know, he's talking sex, he's talking this, he's talking that. I'm like, I don't feel that chemistry. You know, I could, I'm a social butterfly. I can talk and get along with damn near anybody. We can kick and have fun. Um, that's just me. But as far as the whole sexual chemistry and having that, you know, I, I just say I can't, I can't force that. Like either it's there or it's not. Even with the guy from 2016, I could see him today. And be like, oh, I'm not even attracted to him. He's going to be my buddy. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know until I get around them. So I'd be like, Let, let's hang out. Let's get around each other. I don't know what I think. I don't know what I feel. But if I don't feel nothing, I can't force it. This is shit ain't there. Period. Huh. Huh. So, okay, I, I, so I, I think I've always said this that what you, what you, uh, the people that are emotionally 
unavailable to you are the ones that you are the most attracted to. No, you just missed the question. This is the point. The point no, is like I didn't miss I no question like, or no said, point. No, I didn't miss no question or no point. What I said was based off of what you said, because Mr. 2016 is emotionally mm-hmm. unavailable. But it is something about Mr. 2016 that still that you still want to get around to see if the energy is there. So the other guy, he is the one that's emotionally available to you, but you don't feel it. You don't feel the chemistry. You don't feel the energy with him. So mm-hmm. that's where I got my, that's where I'm forming my thoughts around. Mm. Mm. So you'll give me 2016 I, another sit down, but this one that, you know, professes oh, love, no. you're like, uh-uh. No, I would, I, would, I would go hang out with both of them. That's the thing. I'm not, I, like, if the this new one, you know, I don't want to say it's new necessarily, but, you know, the one who, you know, I, I didn't have a problem hanging out with him. You know what I'm saying? I'm uh-huh. not like that. Like, it's, it's I'm like, we can hang out, and I will see where it flows. I mean, if the energy flows uh-huh. in that direction, that's cool, you know? When I hung out with 2016, I didn't think the energy was going to flow like that. I didn't even view him in that way. But it surprisingly, it uh-huh. did. It did. And I was like, damn, I didn't expect that. But um, it's something I didn't expect. So, as I said, I did, you know, and I like to answer questions, you know. Um, Uh So, I'm like, I want to know if I still get that energy. So, I'm definitely, I'll Uh hang out with, you know, the no eye contact dude and the 2016 dude. And I may not feel shit for either one of them. You know, we are getting two different places, you know, two different spaces in our lives, you know. So, what I may perceive each one to be may not be who they really are today, and vice versa. Uh, but at least I'm a um, nuts like shit. I would like to. I would like to know. That's my space. Well, because you don't think that you would go into that situation, you would lead into that situation with still the same thought. Because sometimes, you know how you revisit something and you still, you know, you lead into it with the same, the same way that you left out of it. And so then it kind of. This case I'm, like, I'm moving into right now, I don't want to revisit mm-hmm. anything. I don't, okay. I'm like, I'm so, so then, dumb to revisit. Like, yeah, I don't want to revisit anything. It's like, I so, feel like people in the past, they are who they are. They show me, like you said, uh-huh. they've shown me countless of times who they are, and I'm good. I'm so good. then there's no need to go hang out with 2016 and no eye contact. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So we're going to scrap them, and we're going to start brand new. Yes. Because all my <laughs> dreams, they're all the brand new guys. They've been brand new guys. I don't even know where he came from. I'm like, oh, my gosh, he's cute. Oh, my gosh, where did he come from? Like, they've been all brand new guys. So I'm like, wow. So, yeah. They say in your dreams you see people, the people in your dreams are someone that you've seen before. They're, they've crossed your path before. You just you might not even pay them attention, but they cross your path before. 
at some point in time. Like I've had I've had some guys in my dream that I didn't recognize. And then I've had some mm-hmm. celebrities in my dreams, and I've had some blasts from the past from my dream in my dreams. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I have some people in my dreams, and I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" <laughs> so, you know, it's one of those situations. But they say that, you know, if some someone in your every one of your dream is somebody that you have some type of Interaction with whether you remember it or not. Mm. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very interesting. All I can say is that I was telling my mom about my dream, and she was like, "Um, um, I, no, I was telling her. I said, you know, when they said that you have a vision or you want something or someone, mm-hmm. God often has a a bigger vision, a big, a bigger plan for you. While your plan mm-hmm. and vision is so narrow, what God mm-hmm. sees for you is like, so it's like, and I said, I said, in my dream, I said, I never thought that big, you know, what I was, what I was being given in that kind of life. My mind said my vision wasn't even that big. You know, I've been in survival mode for a long time and I try to just do enough, just to, you know, try to you not. But what I was experiencing, what I was feeling, I was like, I never dreamt I that big, you know. And I was just mm-hmm. like, it was crazy. I never dreamt that big, and I didn't never knew that that would be my life. That you know, what I'm saying it's like wow. And I just like, I was worth it. <laughs> what? So I felt that way, you know, and I woke up smiling like I had no idea I was like this. And um and that that was um it was different, it was weird. You know, like say it radio, this is Monday, this is our first like Canada Monday show. This is like a been a, like a girlfriend chit chat. <laughs> a girlfriend chit chat um uh, uh show and I so appreciate that because I had a lot of aha moments with Nicole on this show. Um, you know, um, one thing I would just have to say is that um, even though, you know, Nicole and I, we mentioned that, you know, we don't know what this man is supposed to look like. And there's probably a lot of men out there just saying they don't know what this woman is supposed to look like or if you are in the same sex relationship with that significant other, that right significant other is supposed to look like. Um, but one thing we do know is what probably we don't want. You know what I'm saying? And, um, but, you know, relationships do take work. It's going to be an uncomfort zone. We got to do things, you know, um, you may be put in positions where you're not comfortable doing certain things. And to me, when you feel that kind of anxiety, that kind of uncomfort level, that may not be a bad thing. That may turn out to be the best thing that you need to transform you and elevate you to be who you are supposed to really be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, so being outside your comfort level is not necessarily bad. 
You know, I, I'm not saying that, you know, you do things that you do, definitely do not want to do, but you're doing it and you're compromising. If you feel yourself compromising so much of who you are to appease someone else, that's a, that's a huge indicator that that person's not right for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a given, mm-hmm. but that's a give and take because, you know, I might, well, because I might push that person, you know, to do things that's going to please me. That doesn't mean that I'm not the right person for them. It just means that, like, I'm really big on trying to, you know, of of wanting to teach you how how I want to be treated, not allow you to treat me how you want to treat me. So because I'm pushing you out of your comfort zone, because I'm telling you, um, you're going to, I need you to open the door for me every time I get in and out the car. That might be pushing you out the out your comfort zone, but if shit, you say you want to be with me and that's what makes me happy, then why you can't do it? It's not going to hurt you to do it. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to get pushed outside of your comfort zone. It's just a matter of are you really willing to do it? Mm-hmm. Everybody's not willing to I do know. it because some, I've no, been told everybody's trying, but, but I've been told that um, I can be too demanding. Well, I don't feel like you I'm being demanding. demanding. I don't feel like I'm being demanding, but I'm on. I want to teach you how to treat how I want to be treated. Because if I allow you to treat me the way you want to treat me, then I'm going to either get hurt. I'm gonna get the short end of the stick. You're going to be the receiver. Okay, so let, me, gonna, talk, you, let, me, let me break this down. I want to break. I'm gonna break you down real quick. This is understanding of a break mm-hmm. Nicole down real quick. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna say this. All right. Um, when you get really focused on the little tasks, right? The little tasks. I want to, I need to teach you how you need to treat me. I need you to always open the door for me. I need you, you to always do that. You know, listen, 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 listen. No heavy lifting. Listen. And there's this one um, um, girlfriend of mine. She's really uh, religious, really religious. And she met a really good guy. You know, he seemed like he was really into her. But, you know, he wasn't he wasn't a Christian. He was more spiritually based, but he was more but she was like, I have a problem with him because he's not a Christian. You know, he doesn't, you know, believe in God or he doesn't I said, You need to put that aside and look at how he's there for you. Um, he's there when you need him. Even when you are too prideful, he picks up the things that you're missing, and he has your back. He has your back even with your kids. I mean, he's there for you. And because I said, even you believe in God and he doesn't, you want to go to church, he doesn't, he should, he should see God's love through you and understanding and patience through you. Now you're ready to break up with him because he can't conform to this minute, this need of yours or this want of yours. Yeah, dumb bitch, dumb, dumb, dumb. So I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that you have. My mother said to me a long time ago, you have to learn to pick your battles. 
You have to learn how to, when you look at the man as an overall person, okay, he may not open the doors for you every time. You may walk fast. You know, whatever he's, he's trying to think about, I'm going to make sure our reservations are good, I'm going to make sure this is good. And then no. you discredit everything no. that he's done because no. he messed up in this one aspect. No. It's wrong. I'm not discrediting him. I'm not discrediting him. It's because okay, so let me flip it this way. Me, I just I'm just asking for him to open the doors, right? So what's the difference for me having him that having that expectation of him and then say you may want him to interact with your son and teach your son certain things. It's a want. Because he don't have to do that. That ain't his child. He's not there to be a mentor to your son. I don't want him to do nothing with my kids. No, 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 I don't no, want no, him no, to do no, anything with my kids. No, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, we've had this conversation before, and you said, you know, you wanted a guy who's going to be, who's going to interact with your son and basically kind of be like a mentor and show your son what it is to be a man. So my thing is for me, I want you to treat me like I feel like I should be treated. Because I'm going to but treat you, you, you like you, look, you, you have to, treat to look me. at them. Hold on, you have to look at them for who they are. So even though but that I may be a want of mine, no, listen, you I have do. to. If even I though did, that may be a want, I didn't. I, mean, I wouldn't let me be with them. Will you come me up first? God, you got. I I got to get a break. I never. You you, you might speak okay, with no breaks, no clothes, no nothing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so with that said, you know, and, you know, and I speak to a lot of married people, old, young, and every in between. Even though they may want their husband or their wife to do a certain thing, one of these guys he stood up at one of the things and he said his wife did not give good head. He's had better head. He wishes that is something that he wishes she did better, but he still married her. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Even though she didn't do that aspect that good, okay? There are there's they're not gonna be everything we want, okay? And my mother, she wishes her husband would go on planes and fly so they can take trips together. That's not what he does. Okay? And so you have to love who you got. You know, I you know, I wish I can look at our, you know, our our kids, for example, like, ooh, I wish my son made straight A's, and I wish I didn't have to fuss at him. That's a want of mine, but that's not what I got, okay? I got to love what I got because who I got is precious, you know? And I'm pretty sure, oh, mom, I wish I had a mom that cooked every day. I wish I had a mom that did this every day. I, I know you want that, but that's not who you got. You got Sandy. And I may not do that. I'm worth that love. I'm worth that respect. I'm worth you being with. Do you understand? So it's like there are concessions. He's not going to be everything that we want. You may put plant seeds. I need you to do this. I want you to do this. And he may never do it. But could you love him and say, yeah, if, you know I mean, if my son came in straight A's, yes, mother, yes, mother, I'd be like, Aliens and took my damn child. Give my child back. I want to fuss at my child. You know, because I like what I like. I, that's my baby. That's him. He ain't perfect. You know, and far from it. Fuss at him every goddamn day. 
every hour sometimes. Sometimes we have good days. I don't know. But that's mine. And I'm thinking that man wants you to see that in him. I may not do that, but you're going to love me because that's mine. Yeah, that one, that one that's snowing right there, kind of foul smelling because he just farted. Yeah, that's mine. He's all mine. And that one, you want him to look at you and say, you know what, that girl with that foul ass mouth right there, or, you know, little temper tantrums and shit like that. Yeah, is she mine? That's mine. And she concoctions, they hit hit or miss, but yeah, she mine. I mean, I think that's pivotal. Not conforming, you know, I got to be, we can't be all, all in all to that person. Especially then that becomes a job. It becomes work, you know, and who wants to be with somebody that I always feel like it's a job to keep them. I cannot just be Sandy, or he cannot just be him. I don't understand that. Who wants that? I don't want that shit, and I don't want no guy feeling like he got to be with me, and it's fucking work for him. Sandy is work for him. <laughs> Opening the car door mm-hmm. is not work, Sandy. It's called shit. I'm not. But I was using an analogy. And all I was saying was, you have to teach a person how to treat you because they're going to do it to you as well. It's gonna, it might be subtle or it might be in your face, but it's going to happen. So that's why it's, relationships are work. You're not going to get nothing that easy. I don't. I, we said the same thing. We're saying the same thing. But you said no, it's something that feels like work. You say you don't want something that's going to feel like work. Saying is, it's going to be work. You got to work at what you want for what you want. And if if I'm simply asking you to open car doors for me and and open doors for me, what's so hard about that? It's It's not hurting you. It's not taking no energy, no extra energy from you. But that's a part of chivalry. And that's because I know how I'm supposed to be treated. So I'm supposed to open the door and let him go in before me? No. No. Well, I no. Are you talking to a fast worker. Like, for me, I walk fast. So in my kids, in the so guy who's dating, I just walk your fast. Ass there. You stand your ass there until he gets there. You don't open but it. But that's you. you. But the thing is, what's important no. for you, no. that's fine. But that's, I, that's not necessarily but, always important for me. I cannot if I'm on if I'm I'm not gonna do that's not Sandy and then you can't say no 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 I'm gonna say yes because that's not Sandy no, but no, that's no. because if you go back okay that's not Sandy but you're Thank trying you. to find out what it's like to be in a real relationship and those are some of the things. You know how no, I, my dad does no. it. No, my no, no, dad no. does it. What my I dad noticed, opens the door for us. My dad fine, does that's that. Fine. That's why I, I learned. That's why I learned a lot of stuff from him. I, get I learned that, what, but to that's fine. Ex- what to expect. So that's why I'm just trying right. to tell you. So my expectations are not unreasonable. 
Well, but I'm not saying that. Okay. Well, the, the door opening, that's not one way or the other. My oldest son, he dated a woman that required him to open the door for her. And he did that with no qualms, no problems. That doesn't bother him. Um, and that's not a problem. So, you know, I'm not saying, you know, whatever that is, that, that's fine. I think if, if that man wants to be with that woman, that that should not be a problem. That's not a definite requirement so then for what's me. what's big on your list then? If, if, if chivalry is not big on your list, what's big on your list? Well, I didn't say chivalry. I talked about doors. Not, the chivalry comes in all shapes and forms. So as far as me, um, um, there are things, oh, okay, um, his actions, out, being a man of his word, um, that is, and making plans and keeping them. Um, you know, when you get a guy that says, um, that he does not want to have sex with you because he feels like you fuck him and not make love to him. And he would rather have your heart, more of your heart, before he had sex with you again. And he wanted you to go to Bible study on Wednesday and go to church with him on Sunday. So these are things that I've experienced, and these are things that I'm like, wow, you know, he he, and the sex was good. And I don't understand why, you know, he's asking for stuff from me that I don't know how to give. So when Amanda's challenging me, you know, um, my heart and challenging me, you know, because I'm a fleer, I'm a runner, when I get to those levels of emotions and he's still there. And he's, and I'm, you know, that's what I want. You know, um, when I get to show him and kind of my sporadic and really who I am, he's still there. Knock, knock. I'm still here. You know what I'm saying? So those are key moments for me. Those are very vital for me. Uh, whether he get the door for me or not, he likes saying, your ass walk fast, my knees hurting. You know, I know, I know this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I know that if he probably could get to the door before me, he will open the door. But it's not a big deal. You know, I gotta go pee. You know, um, that's not a big deal for me. You know, I'm not, you know, uh, I'm not going to be with a guy that's just an asshole and he sees me, whatever. I'm, you know, I'm, I like to make sure, you know, when we walk that he, that I'm on the, um, the inside, he's walking towards the curb. These are things that, that I think that we're just walking, but me getting to the door fast, cause you know, saying your ass just walk fast. Yeah, I'm just well, why do you her, walk so fast you know. when you're walking with him? Why would you walk so fast? Instead, why aren't you walking alongside him instead of in front of him? What's the rush to get to the door? You're right, but that's just me. You know what I'm saying? And my thing is, if he doesn't have a problem with it, nobody else should have a problem with it because he understands that's Sandy, and Sandy is not perfect, and I love her. That's her because I like to see her walk. She got this walk that I like to see. So she walked a little, little fat, you know, whatever. So if he, he likes that. If he, so says, so it's like, if, he, if he says, slow down and walk with me, what you running for? Then you're going to slow down no, or you're going to get agitated yeah. because you, this no, is I how you walk. I would get agitated. I would slow down. I would slow down. But in, from my experience, when I do walk fast, they, you know, the comments I'll get, they you like this little switch. I like to see that switch. So it was, it was never a big deal. It was never an argument. It was never a, 
it was never a, a big issue. Um, um, there was it was never a, it was never an issue. You know what I'm saying? It was just, it was just like your ass just walked the ass. Sandy. So, yes. 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 I'm, I'm, I want to make sure this is slide dub. I want to make sure that you that you understand something. And when I'm when I'm listening to you, it it sounds mm-hmm. like you are putting your man, your mate, the person that you have feelings for through like this trial period. You give him obstacles and hurdles to make him overcome them. Like you want How him to How did you get that well, this, from this? this. Hold on, hold on, uh, Nicole listen, said listen, she requires listen, her men to, to make listen, sure. Listen, no, listen, I want to understand how you got this. Before you make that assumption, I said I don't listen, I'm, I'm not, not asking for him to be perfect. I said I'm not, I'm if he's first and he does this, listen, he does that, you know what? Listen, he, that's just my man. That's listen, him. So how listen, did you get that as the obstacle? Listen, I, you have to listen. You put men through this obstacle, and, and maybe obstacle is, is a word that you don't want me to use, so we'll use a different one. You put them through different hurdles, different trials and tribulations to prove their their love or their into you. And instead of just allowing the love to that? be... Based on the things I said, as I said, I if my man, he farts and he does this and he doesn't, doesn't open my door, but I know he's met these, you know, where's the obstacles in that? And he knows I don't cook it's every not, day. I don't just, do this and not, I do not that. Not. How is that obstacle? <laughs> what obstacles did it's, I say that, listen, that you, say, listen, you say are obstacles? Listen, listen. It's, it's the whole thing that you say. Even you, you're challenging me, and you're upset at something that I hear. I'm not upset. You're, you're I'm upset. trying to use you're, the word obstacle. Okay, so so you want me to use a different I'm word? I'm trying to say, I'll a person that puts obstacles. Okay, hurdles. Hurdle. What hurdles did I mention <laughs> it, any, on tonight's anything. Say It Radio it, that I put them through? It's not. It's not that what you said on Say It Radio. I'm just telling you, as a man, as a man listening to you, and listening to the things that you say. It's almost like you make a man go through and goddamn I'm saying obstacles to prove his love and his affection for you, and you want him to do or. I just need my listeners to call in because you're not making any sense. You said it's not nothing I said because today you're not on listening. radio. Say it because radio. you're not listening. Say it radio. Because we you're have, not listening it's, because it's, you do not want you if I, because I'm not agreeing with what you're saying. I'm saying that I said you, you see, listen. You listen, did not give me one clear said. example. This is what you said. Okay, okay I got you. please. But so you I said that you, you do a fast walk and he tell you, ooh, I like the way you switch when you walk in front of me, but yet you want to be him to be walking on the outside of you. If you're doing a fast-ass switch walk in front of him, then you're not on the side of him. So, therefore, he can't do the chivalry shit that Nicole said, that Miss Nick said, because you are so far in front of him, so what he does is instead of having an argument with you, he gives you a compliment. Baby, I, I really love the way you walk because mm. you're inside of me, so now I'm, I'm going to give you a compliment because I'm not trying to argue with you. So you know what, baby? I love the way you little switch when you walk fast. He, 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 yeah, I, love, I like the way <laughs> that booty shakes. Instead of, you, instead of him saying, slow the fuck down. 
we together. Come hold my hand. Hold my arm. We, we together, baby. Like, I got you. Let's enjoy this wonderful Chicago night. It's nice out. It was just snowing yesterday. It's 60 degrees out, and it's 10 o'clock at night. Let's enjoy it. But instead of that, he gives you a compliment, and you don't understand, and you don't see. So, therefore, when I tell you you put hurdles and obstacles in front of a man, damn it, that's what you're doing. You may not understand it. You may not know it. You may not see it. But no, as, that a man, makes more sense. as a man, listen, as a man that's out here that understands what it is, I'm giving you the game. Now, all you're going to do is take it or you don't take it. But a man don't necessarily No, I asked you to give me an example. You, all, you just did. That just makes more sense. I just no, I said one. that makes more sense. I just said that makes more sense. I understand so why you, you, so, you say that. So what I'm telling you is you get, you are purposefully, or not necessarily purposefully, you're doing it maybe unconsciously, and then the man has to go through all these trials and tribulations. If he says, this is too much, I throw my hands up because Becky Sue is a little easier or Shantae is a little easier, then that's what he's doing because Shantae understands what it is that I want. Becky understands what I want, but Miss Miss Sandy, she has no fucking clue. And that is what's mm. happening. I'm giving mm. you game, baby. All you got to do is run with it. Be easy and enjoy the moment. Enjoy the space that you are in with that man. If you do that, I promise you, you will have nothing but bliss. Yeah. Enjoy the moment. Yes. I've been told to do that. I don't do that that often. My dad told me that, too. My own father told me to do that. He said, I don't do that that often. To enjoy the moment. Just enjoy the moment. Everybody can tell you the same line. Yeah. No, I know. I get that. I get that. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy the moment. I get that. I get that. I get that. And I'm not saying what even when uh, Miss Nick was saying as far as, you know, you know, having the requirement of having your significant other open the doors for you. As I said, my son's, my oldest son's girlfriend or ex-girlfriend had that requirement and he had no problem doing it. And what I'm saying to you is as far as work, when you want to do something, when you really want someone and they require something from you to do, to act a certain way or be a certain way, it's not work. You know, I, that's how I, the, my definition of work is different than apparently in most people. And I, go, I guess relationships take work, but because I want you and I want this, I don't see that as work to me. So I just do it. You know, there's a lot of things we do for our families and the people we love from the outside looking in, like, dang, that's a lot of work. You're like, no, it's, I'm just taking care of my responsibilities. I'm just doing what I, this is not work. This is this is what I gotta do, you know. This is what I want to do. So I don't see that as work. You know, when my oldest son did it. Wasn't work for him. So I don't see. I mean, that we, as hear, work. we hear we hear what you're saying. We we hear what you're saying, and that's that's well and good, and that's fine, and it's it's wonderful. But a relationship is work because those days and the times when you don't feel like doing that. It's work. When it's the days and the time that you don't feel like doing certain things, you, but you do it anyway, that's still love, but it's work. And and it's nothing wrong with the work. It's nothing wrong with saying, babe, I just, I don't feel like rubbing your stinky ass feet tonight. 
However, I know that you had a long day, and I know that you've been on them all day. And so instead of me just rubbing your stinky feet, I'm going to actually wash them first and then rub them. So it's certain things that you do because you have the love. But that doesn't mean that it's not work, and it doesn't mean that you don't get tired and you get frustrated and you get annoyed. And you get all of those things, and you take it out on that man. And you basically then call him every name other than the child of God. So it's okay that, um, that you have that. Oh, and, yeah. Let and, me tell you something. We're like, let me close it out. We've been too serious. Oh, my girlfriend, she she was um, – she had a yeast infection. Her husband wanted sex. And she was like, Whoa. that selfish motherfucker, he made my my mouth hurt. That's what she said. <laughs> well, that's what she's supposed to do. Put in, get, get him a little right. neck, it, a little it was warm so job. funny. Yeah, that was just so funny when she said that. And I had called her. And she was just like, oh, girl, my, my jaw hurts. So, that, I mean, that that's, that's um, you know, and she still did it, but she was laughing at it. You know, it is what it is. Was it work? No, I think she enjoyed it. But uh, I don't know. I get it. Thought process, seeds planted. It is what it is. State radio. Yeah. Yeah. I. Tell me your mind just said. Yeah. Play the song over plan. Yeah. Speaking on the world, speaking on the topics, y'all better not be flocking, should know how we rocking, if you got any statements, then you better leave a comment, just say it, 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 Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.